1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black, the relaxing, groovy show where myself, Dan Selke of winterscoming.net and Daniel Roman, also of winterscoming.net and occasional assorted guests talk all things sci-fi, fantasy, TV, movies, um, House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and etc. Daniel, how are you feeling today? Are you
0: relaxed? I'm feeling more relaxed the more I listen to you talk. Yeah, I, I expected to come in and be bouncing off the walls, but I think I'm ready for, if not a nap, certainly some relaxation time. This is our ASMR episode where we talk about fresh faces and why you should be excited about them.
1: How are you, Dan? Meeting, meeting new people. I'm well, you know, I'll tell you why I, I'm doing a relaxation thing. It's because, this is no joke, I have been kind of worked up The more I think about the last episode of House of the Dragon and the way that Kristen Cole beat a guy to death at a wedding and was allowed to walk away and no one said anything and he's still around and it just makes no sense. And I was really upset and I literally put on like uh, relaxing Brahms classical music while I was doing some busy work to just I got to calm down. This isn't the place for this. You scream at your therapist like normal, go to a box and do something like that. So that's why I'm trying to be more relaxed. I see. But who knows if I'll keep it up. What we're going to talk about this week. I don't know. We're going to find out. But no, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Hello, Martha. Hello, Julie. Uh, Ms. Empress Marina writes, did they actually ever have Con of Thrones in Orlando? I know it got postponed. Not sure about the status of that. But when we know, we will definitely tell you. I want to go. I know there was a kind of Thrones. I, I've been to a couple. We will we, uh, we'll get back to you on that. Marina. And yes, we are definitely going. It's going to be a, the next episode of house of the dragon is a big one. Yes. Because we're going to jump 10 years forward in time. We're going to get lots of new actors coming in, both playing characters. We already know, but now they're older. So their faces have changed and some brand new actors, some brand new for some brand new characters, who just weren't born or we're babies so you know they don't count uh, yeah. and Julie by the way um thank you I have not changed my hairstyle. I wonder if it's just uh me in a collared shirt you're throwing it off I don't know no it's the same it's the same
0: it's true you look much more professional
1: I think I do yeah that's that's the goal relaxed professional not gonna fly off the handle not again um hello Sam and in the Nashville I was also at Dallas in the Nashville I uh we'll, we'll see it yeah it's it, they're trying to bring it back. But actually, for, for kind of Thrones, it's now sort of like conflicting with the official Game of Thrones conference that HBO wants to have. I'm not sure it's going to happen. And as Amy Miller asked, can we please talk about whatever Jedi mind trick Damon had up his sleeve to talk his wife's horse down? I don't know, Amy. He did. So, well, I mean, the wife hates him. I don't know if the horse hated him or not. That was an interesting scene, wasn't it? That first scene, because even when watching it, like... There is an argument to be made that Damon did not come there to kill her, Mm -hmm. that she assumed the worst, reared up her her horse, fell over. I think there is, because he he didn't say a (laughs) thing. All he did was move slowly toward it. She reached for her bow. She goes back, and then the horse falls on her, and she's paralyzed or something. And then he starts walking away, and she cries out, Craven, which I'm glad that worst getting to work out. And then he picks up a rock. I mean, he definitely killed her after that, but- because he didn't say anything. And I think, I mean, I'll I'll be clear. He murdered her, but I I think it's unclear if he came to the veil intending to or just decided when
0: in Rome. Okay. I think he totally went there deciding to. I like he was standing between her and getting back to her castle. Like that's where he chose to present himself was standing barring her path. I think like what else would he have gone there for to try to reconcile, to
1: try and ask for a divorce, to uh, I don't know, to just like put in his uh, once a year appearance before leaving and doing something else. Lots of reasons. He did seem menacing, though. I liked the character again. I think he
0: totally went there to kill her.
1: There was a lot of uh, characters killed. Too soon this episode. Ray Royce died too soon. Geoffrey Lameth died too soon. Uh, That episode had me torn up. It still does. But let's try on to the future. We're going to go through some of the characters and actors coming this Sunday in The Princess and the Queen. By the way, long Yes. Uh, show title: House of the Dragon. Long chapter title: Princess and the Queen. Just give me a break, HBO. I can't fill this into headlines.
0: It's a, it's a nice. I feel like they were trying to, uh, to mirror some of those iconic Game of Thrones ones, like the Dragon and the Wolf, or the Lion and the Wolf, or the Rose and the Lion. I don't know. They <laughs> usually just picked whatever house was doing stuff. I think
1: they named it after uh, the George R. R. Martin short story about Alicent Rhaenyra, the princess and the queen. Oh, who has all this useless book oh. I was going to whip out on the podcast?
0: Oh, is is there a short story? I think tell, that tell was me like, more. What, what's the origin?
1: Okay, fine. You call my bluff, but like <laughs> it was the story about Rhaenyra and Alicent and their red and green dresses. Before it got put into Fire and Blood, I believe it was called the Princess and the Queen*, just like *The Road Prince* he wrote beforehand too. And then he kind of put it into I *Fire see. and Blood*.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that
1: is my surmization. Sur- 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 my sur- surmization. Anyway, here are some of the new actors coming on uh, *House of the Dragon*. Obviously, we have Rhaenyra the and, princess and the Queen. The Princess and the Queen. We got the Queen on the left, the Princess on the right. Before they were played by Millie Alcock and. Emily Carey. Now they're going to be played by Emma Darcy. That's as Rhaenyra. She's the blonde one. And then um, Olivia Cook as Alicent. Exciting. This is kind of, again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not sure if even they counted on how popular the younger actors would be. And I wonder if there's going to be. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in seeing how people react to the first episode with the new people in it. I wonder if there'll be like an outcry of bring back the old ones.
0: Yeah, I think that. You know, let us know in the comments how you're feeling about the change. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting because these are, you know, 10 years are gone at this point, and people can change a lot in 10 years. And I think we're gonna find that the Allison we're gonna meet next week is a and the Renira are a little closer to their book counterparts, maybe, than uh the younger ones. I think the younger actors had a little more leeway to to really not make the characters their own, but they were exploring a period that was glossed over in their lives in more depth. And now we're to the point where they're adults and that's where George R. R. Martin talks about them in more depth. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious what the reaction's going to be, but I think, you know, I think they're going to do a great job. What what do you think? Are you more excited (laughs) or nervous here?
1: To be completely honest with you, I didn't like the last episode so much. I am Going oh, to have man. to watch the new one before I really get on board. So we'll come
0: back to me in a little bit. Okay. That last episode, that one, it got you. I hated it that. Got, Christian I Cole. can tell it, it got you. It, got, it definitely yeah. did get to me. I mean, it's fair. House, House of the Dragon is a triggering show, I think. I, it's edgy. It's e- I think it's almost edgier than Game of Thrones and how it is periodically upsetting people, like with the premiere birth stuff.
1: Oh yeah, good stuff. We got the Amy Miller who was saying I loved uh, the younger actors, but I'm so excited to see the older version. The the previous look promising, and I agree with Cassandra that that, yeah. that, that the clips do look good. I, I I did watch the new clips from the show, and it does look. It, I I was um impressed with um yeah. Emma Darcy, and I was impressed. Well, I noticed uh, John McMillan there as the older Lenore Valerian, yes. seen here in darkness. Um, by the way, can I just say the wig so much better uh that i i
0: so much better yeah
1: that's a good look for the valerians kind of tight and back yeah. rather than sort of in the um nuclear white dreads um i like it a lot more so i hope i like corliss as That it's it's among the better ones Yeah. yes but i think lenor <laughs> looks uh that's some at some fine wigsmanship there
0: yes yes and uh, yeah, there he is with Emma Darcy. If you guys haven't seen this clip, HBO put it up and uh, Ooh, it looks true. like the, yeah, it looks pretty juicy out of the gates, but we're also, we're not just going to meet Lenore. We're also going to meet the adult version of Lena, um, played Lena, by Nana Blondell. Families. Yeah. And this is all, so slight spoilers here. If you don't know anything about what's coming, um, here's Lena with one of her children that's Eva Asai Gurning as Reyna Targaryen. Yeah, Lena's got some kids. She looks like she might even be preggers here too. So that's going to be interesting. I wish we got more of the teenage Lena. This is kind of one of the yeah, things where good. the time, she was good and the time is just flying. So we don't really have a whole lot to spend. But yeah, we're going to meet adult Lena and her twin daughters. Do we want to say whose kids they are? Is that too much? I don't think we have to, so I don't think we should. Um, you'll find out in episode okay. six who okay.
1: who Lena had uh, children. two Targaryen daughters with. But I mean, these both daughters and the other one, um, by the way, is Bela. And she is played by Shani Smithhurst who is not in the preview, but we do have a glamour shot of from the red carpet. It's kind of so we've talked before and it's true. So this next episode is basically a second pilot because it's going to, yes. we're going to meet a whole lot of new people. We're going to have a whole new generation of people and they will pretty much, well, some of them will pretty much have the full suite <laughs> nice. of characters finally by this episode. The, I think the time jumps, yeah. well, there'll be at least one more. Okay. I take it all back. Yes. Learn some more character names and uh, just keep on doing what you do. You've been doing great. And here's some more. And uh, it should lessen yeah. as time goes on. But yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a lot of new. Yes. You know, it, it, it's it's important, not important, but um, Very it's important. desirous of many shows, I think, to have youths in them. Because why do the yeah. young, young watch TV? The youths. You want the youths because that will <laughs> um, allow you to have folk out in front of cameras, on red carpets, like uh, people standing them. And even though Rhaenyra and Alicent are getting yeah. into their 30s, uh, there are going to be lots of younger actors in generation to come along and provide you that key youth factor, such as Bela and Reina Targaryen. That's Some comments, right. By the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a multi-generational <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> Christian, uh, at my own heart, quoting um, my cousin Vinny, the two youths, two yes. youths, your honor. Yes,
0: These two youths. It's two youths.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the what? Oh, sorry, your honor. Youths. All right. Um, moving on. We got okay. This one's important. This is Ty Tennant as Aegon Targaryen II. We've actually met this character. He's Alicent's little baby. Yes, we have. We've met the the infant version, uh, firstborn son of yeah. Alicent High Tower and King Cersei Targaryen. Uh he grows up. He yep. gets. Um, I think he looks. A, I think the wigsmanship here is not uh, my absolute favorite. The
0: wigsmanship. It, lo- it looks a little. I love the white snake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is fitting for how so Agen in his youth, in his youth, Uh um, he is a a deviant. Basically, he's kind of lazy and mischievous. He's like the prototypical. uh, I'm a spoiled royal child when he's a teenager in the book. So I feel like this is fitting his little smirk. There's fitting. So it's the wig is comical, but I almost like it more for that. We have some nice comment.
1: Julie says looks like a smart ass. Nicole says an instantly unlikable face. Cassandra looking evil. I'm not sure if it's confirmation bias or what. I mean, to yeah. me, he's giving serious androgyny in that picture. Like there's something about it. He's giving a lot of like Tilda Swinton, almost like Gwendolyn Christie vibes almost. I'm um, I don't i I'm not sure if, if that's intentional or not, but yeah, he'll be important. Look out for that one.
0: Yeah. Martha says sounds like Joffrey pretty much uh, just not as insane. <laughs> I would say. I mean, Aegon's a- a- more a spoiled teenager who he grows up to still be kind of a spoiled dude, but it's not, you know, like Joffrey, where he's torturing people that we know of. We'll see. Maybe that will change.
1: As silly little sheep says, I hope I hope they don't make the greens totally evil, which is a good
0: point. I, it might have even been silly little sheep who said this earlier. Just that they had. It was mind blowing that there were going to be more time jumps because they had seen a picture of adult Amond, who we're going to get to in a second, Amond Targaryen. And yeah, I think probably episode eight, eight or nine, we're going to see another time jump. But this is the big one. It's.
1: I wonder if by the end of the season, I'll wish they went a little slower, but um, I do. You do?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the time the time jumps are a feature of the show, I think. I think they're doing them as well as they possibly could for the most part. But I miss, you know, there are juicy relationships that we're kind of skimming over that I wish we got to explore a little more at the same time.
1: Yeah. Um. Again, it's going to be a very curious time. Anyway, we also have Evie Allen as Helena Targaryen. We also met her. She was Allison's newest baby. Yep. Again, like not much to say about her. But again, they grow up. They get older. They get freckles, and they become uh, dragon riding Targaryen daughters. Yep. She's pretty nice. So she's not in the trailer. So we'll see what that brings. We also have. Oh, yeah. This one is is big leo ashton this one's as aemon yeah. to targaryen. not the helena isn't but as aemon to targaryen this is one of those juicy roles that uh i think a lot yep. of a lot of actors would be able to make a lot if there's a joffrey of the of the show it is this guy once he grows up because here it's one of those in between things this kid will play him for a couple of episodes and there'll be one more uh jump and he has quite the arc in this, in this show. So Aemon Targaryen, the third child, second son of Alicent Hightower and King Viserys Targaryen looking forward to seeing what they do with him. Cause he is a wild one.
0: I, yeah, I, so I am so excited for, for you guys to watch this episode. <laughs> I, so I've seen this one. This is the last one I've seen ahead. Mm-hmm. I think they do some really interesting things with the Targaryen kids in terms of making them very three-dimensional. So I, Ooh. it's interesting to hear you compare Aemond to Joffrey. I'm curious if you're going to feel that way yeah. after you see the next episode.
1: I mean, to, to be fair, no one's quite Joffrey except Kristen Cole. Like, at least in in the <laughs> book. I mean, at least in the book, Aemond isn't as bad as Joffrey. That's true. He's different. I'm just trying to like some kind of malevolent force. There really isn't quite anyone, although there are a lot of people who are, like, close enough together. Well, yeah, Yeah. I mean, mean on Game of Thrones. I mean, on on House of the Dragon. I mean, like, on House of the Dragon. Oh, gotcha. Like, I don't understand anyone who's quite that sociopathic, but there are enough people who are, like, really close that it doesn't really matter. There'd be plenty of uh, instigators and fire starters. Yeah. And already legendary one. Is it not amazing how quickly Daemon Targaryen has become, like, a cause celebre and an instant hit and iconic status among yeah. the, uh, fans of the show that happened real quickly. And whoever said up there that some of his best moments are silent. I completely agree. God. Oh, God. He, he, Matt is just murdering Same. it. He's he, he's very, very good. That that's that's working 100 percent. I Uten says Kristen had one awful moment. It makes him more like Theon. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we shouldn't get sidetracked. Uh, I, I refer you to our Sunday show to have me uh, rag on Kristen Cole some
0: more. Fair enough. I was just going to say it depends on where he goes from here, right? Right no, now, I kind no, of agree with gone. that. Well, sure. If he if he has a huge redeeming arc, then yeah, he's like Theon. But I don't think that's where Kristen's going in this show. Yeah, he's over. I have a feeling things are only going to get worse with Kristen. I have a feeling, huh? I, I have a feel. I don't know. I have a feeling.
1: So those are uh, Alyssa and Viserys's kids, but Rhaenyra Targaryen also has children, including we got here yes. Harvey Sadler as Luceris Valerian, maybe Luceris. I guess we'll find out. Um, and Leo yeah. Hart as Jackeris Valerian, possibly Jaceris. I do know in the book they these two have nicknames. Thank God, like Luceris is called Luke. Yes,
0: Luke and Jace.
1: So we don't need to. Um, remember all of these names these are going to be luke and jace which are as close to normal as we're going to get with these um vowel loving uh, ancient families yes and of course as some folk have noticed uh sam says strong, yep. <laughs> some strong children um we'll just say
0: the pretty they are much. some strong ooh, children ooh, lord dog has a
1: great comment i'll read it in a second but yeah, i mean just Obviously, uh, they're supposed to be Rhaenyra's kids by Laenor, but neither of them have the Targaryen blonde hair, nor does it look like they have a darker mm-hmm. skin tone like Laenor. Whatever could that mean? I'm sure we'll find out posty hasty um, in Sunday's episode. Okay, because yeah. I can't leave this alone, I'm going to read Lord Dawkin of House Rastafarian. That's a great name. <laughs> comment from YouTube. I think they pretty much ruined Kristen Cole way too early. So nobody is really going to have any respect for him because he became a bad guy, too quickly, I completely agree. Yes, I am very on board with that. I mean, Kristen Cole should be a complex person. There's just there's no room for ambiguity in what he did. There's no way I can possibly think of him as a rounded character. He's just an ass who did
0: that. Oh, I just hated that choice so much. I kind of have to just. I kind of have to disagree with you. I think there's again, not saying oh, you like I hate support crime Kristen. You? Sorry, go on. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a hate crime, first of all, because I think <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think Joffrey's identity had nothing to do with why Kristen snapped. I think if anything, the fact that Kristen was kind of in this position where he has been manipulated several times throughout the episode, and then he gets it once more, but from someone who he outranks and he just snaps. He couldn't do that to Allison. Renier, he wouldn't. No, but I think it's... they. I mean, it's only again. I don't think Kristen is gonna end up having lots of redeeming qualities. But I do think they made him complex in that episode, a moron and a violent moron. I don't. but not a in a simple situation. Like he thought Allison was gonna kill him, like four scenes earlier than that. Yeah, what does he have left to live for? But she didn't. Oh, so and now he's think, confused. How does he get out of it?
1: I think. The hair trigger ness was there's even a line from Ryan Condell. I'm going to do the thing that season eight haters do to, to, to Benny Off and weiss where Ryan Condell's saying in the inside nice. the episode. Did he forget it,
0: about the Iron Fleet? Kind of, uh,
1: where he is a. Uh, talking about in the inside the episode feature <laughs> and he says like you yeah, know the 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 fun of the Game of Thrones what you don't know where the lines come from and then it just you never expect Christian but then he just snaps and goes Didn't like it. that I hate that I hate the idea that someone snapping is a good story development yeah I, I want to not exactly see it coming but after it came look back and realize it was inevitable that's what you want to go for not like he snapped and it's mm-hmm. like it feels like shock for the for the sake of shock. I don't think it was built up to properly. And in 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 terms of all the harmful tropes yeah. it's playing with, and then the completely lack of any aftermath follow through. I just think it's really 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 sloppy. Yeah. And I agree with Lord Dark and a Frosthouse of farm again, one of the better names we've seen around
0: here. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Agree I think with I'm that.
1: more upset about Danny's turn. Well, I don't know. I was more confused by Danny's turn than angry, as Julie says. But we really should go on because I don't want to just hijack the episode. We'll talk about this. Although we got some great comments here from people.
0: Yeah, and and we've introduced all the all the new players we're going to need to know, really. So we've we, looked at all of the... Oh, we're done. We, we are done with a, a lot of the fresh faces. Not to say that's every single one you'll have to see in the next episode, mm-hmm. but in terms of these main families, those are all the new faces, all the new actors. I saw someone, uh, Muhammad Tanver Khalil, asked, don't you think Aegon II will be played by Jamie Campbell Bower in the future. I wish <laughs> Oh, that would be good. I yeah. wish that was the case, but like that. Yeah, but we that know uh, he's things, actually yeah. cast as Tom Glenn Carney will be playing him as an adult. So, he's already I mean, cast. <laughs> we'll see him this season at some point.
1: It is like a little almost like unfair that like so now like every time an actor plays a smirking blonde person in a show or a movie like uh-huh. how's the dragon fans are going to be like, they should be on the show. Even though like it's, it's pretty, pretty much, much. wigs, but um, I also <laughs> would like Jimmy Campbell Bauer in the show. So I'm, I'm fully guilty.
0: Yeah. Him as an actor would pull it off. Sure, Absolutely. His, Vecna, his Vecna turn sold me. He can be he was really nice seeming and then just terrifying.
1: It's kind of odd, isn't it though? Because there are like, I, cause I, 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 I've seen like people always say like this person should be in the show. And like, it's always like sure. a light blonde person and i'm like you know they use wigs right it really just you know it's just it's just kind of an easy jump to make that i'm not sure i think it's a more complex choice
0: yeah i agree with you and most of the people who get cast as targaryens have dark hair like the, the yes. blonde hair doesn't make any difference um you know amelia clark ty tennant who we were just looking at a second ago so
1: lord dawkin of house fine and me are like just on the same page he says, to me, the wedding fight seemed way too forced. Two noble knights gossiping in the middle of one of them most important weddings. And then they just let Cole walk out without a question. Yeah, come on. Although I do kind of like Sam's take from YouTube that it might have been him trying to get himself killed. He trying to try and kill later on. I, that does make some sense. Maybe that's it. I feel yeah. like that could have underlined it and it still doesn't solve the problem of how was he allowed to just get away with it, unfortunately, but at least that makes some sense psychologically, which I mean, God, at least it's something.
0: Yeah. I wish uh, the thing that gets me even more too. So, you know, the murder of Joffrey is awful. I can see ways they could really cre- <laughs> just like shittily explain it. Like he had a dagger. We didn't see how the fight started, blah, blah, blah. But Kristen also straight up punched Laenor, the husband, the son of the most powerful house in Westeros, punched him straight in the face. How doesn't that get addressed? And the time jumps coming so we can pretty much presume it isn't going to. Yeah, that that bugs me almost as much from a logistical standpoint. He
1: slapped the future king and he is a king's guard.
0: That's a conflict of interest right there.
1: Yeah, I, ju- I just absolutely hated it. I just hated it, but I'm going to try to move on. <laughs> any other thoughts about the upcoming episode and the new um, cast and the new characters?
0: Gosh, any anything else to say? I think we've pretty much hit on just about everything we needed to. There's one uh, child we don't see here. Uh, she's in or he's in. The trailer, we get a sure. brief little glimpse of him in that picture. Joffrey, yeah, Rhaenyra's youngest. So Rhaenyra has three kids as of this episode. It looks like who's played by, I don't even think, a real baby. Maybe a real oh. baby in some shots and a fake baby in other shots.
1: Maybe I should have gotten the the, the little screen cap because maybe it was a fake baby. That's creepy,
0: but cool. I'm not sure. And yeah, I guess Amond, so he is younger than 10. The ages are throwing me a little bit here. Because he wasn't alive in the last episode. But yeah, who are you most excited to see next episode? Let us know.
1: Amond probably. Because Amond has like the biggest crazy arc to come. And uh, that could be fun. And Sam asks, yeah. do we see Allison's youngest son? I believe his name is Vayman. And I don't know. We'll have Dara. to, uh, yeah, D- Darren. Oh God. Oh, There's so many names. Um, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Darren shows up in this next one. I think they wrote
0: Darren out of the show. No, I think so because he's not what a crime, not Darren. Well, he has um, stuff to do. He's not in the casting. I, all I know is if you look at HBO's casting for the children for this episode, Darren is not listed. So huh. I don't know if we're going to see him. Joffrey is not either, and we see Joffrey oh. as a baby. I mean, because Darren the next is episode. the youngest. so it's possible he's too young. Yeah, so we might see him as a baby, but that's it'd be a little too weird young. for them to like
1: include like Bela and Reyna Targaryen and Aegon and Helena and Aemon and Lucerys and Daenerys, but then it was less like just cut out. Darren um also
0: he's one too many I
1: mean he does (laughs) some important stuff later on so um I hope they keep him but we'll find out okay and yes as um question asked Xanax for Dan it really did get to me I I don't think I was ever this (laughs) upset during Game of Thrones and again it's not because of what happened it's I'm more mad at the people who wrote it that way that that's what was getting me kind of ticked yeah but yeah we should move on. That's fair. As Sam says, I hope they don't write it as character. Cutting out characters causes loads of issues. The game of Thrones show, which is true. I, yes. I'm going to bet that he will be in there. As you said, if, if the baby who plays Joffrey isn't in there, but it's in the show, maybe they just don't credit babies because, um, you know, yeah, who needs, uh, babies being stalked online. That's just weird. Uh, so maybe That's they just true. didn't do it.
0: Yeah. Helena's baby is not credited either. Oh, she, she's a baby already? No, no, no. Helena, when she was a baby, that baby is uncredited. I couldn't find out who that baby was. <laughs> you, you tried <laughs> to find that baby and you cannot find that baby. I tried to find out for an article and I couldn't. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, yes, thank you very much Lord Dawkin of House of Tafarian, for following us. Everyone should follow us. We do have good points yeah. of view. Darquan Darquan is, <laughs> okay, Darquan of House of Thank you, everybody. And do we have anything else to say about House of the Dragon, Princess and the Queen before we move on? Any questions you guys have out there who are uh, watching?
0: Well, Jay Starship asks, how are you guys feeling about Alicent? Good question, Jay Starship. Yeah, I don't know if he's referring, he or she, is referring to old Alicent, new Alicent. What are your thoughts on Alicent, Dan?
1: Overall, I've liked her. I mean, she, I kind of went back and forth. I, I had a hard time getting a handle on her at first. I think it was like the fourth episode yeah. where she kind of I saw, you know, when she got summoned to the king's room for a late night booty call and she was just clean out having it. But she did it anyway that yeah. I kind of understood. Oh, OK, this is like a girl who just kind of does what she's told. She's a she's a rule follower. I really liked the green dress scene in terms of how it was executed. I said this on mm-hmm. our Sunday stream. I am still not quite. Ki- I don't understand why she pulled it out then. I mean, it's not like a Kristen Cole thing where I simply can't get there in my brain. Like, I'm willing to give them some space on this one. And I did like the scene a lot. I I I frankly, I got chills yeah. like for, I said the fourth. I watched the episode three times, chills three times. It was good. I guess I wished what I wished was that there was more oomph to Otto Hightower's warning to her that Renera would try and kill her kids if. She ascended the throne because that I think is a good enough reason to put on a green dress, interrupt your husband's speech, make everyone look at you and announce that you are going solo like that's a good enough reason. And um, I just wish we had more indication that Raniro maybe had thought about that and that Allison knew Raniro had thought about that. That's what I wish. I think it still works. I just wish it was a little more me.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I've enjoyed Alicent more than I expected to. I, like um, her. I didn't really know what to expect going in because she's kind of, you know, it got thrown around a lot before the show aired, like Alicent's the Cersei of this show. And once you see yeah, it, that's it's like, really that's well. not really true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see when she's an adult, she's going to be a very different character than she was as a kid. Um, but like it, it was really, you know, the marketing <laughs> was like, this is young Alicent. Um, so, the amount that Allison changed over the course of these five episodes, I liked a lot. Um, I like how much. Yeah, I like how much uh, her character stuff was very subtle. It was Mm -hmm. kind of like a nice juxtaposition to Rhaenyra. Like, we see Allison picking her nails. We see her kind of freaking out internally when she's ordered to go to Viserys' chambers. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, it seems like she just kind of befriends Viserys. I did not expect that at all. Like, them to have an actual rapport, like human beings. But yeah, as Sam says, Allison doesn't trust Rhaenyra. And I think that even she more than Otto's her, yeah. warning. Yeah. I think if Otto's warning had happened and that was it, Alison would have kept on keeping on, but because Laris strong sneaky, Laris strong sneaking in there into the God's like. and being like, she had a teeth for something. I do too. I'm excited to see more of him. Me too. Um, I think that is really what made Allison decide to draw the line in the sand. Be like, it, you know, I can't trust Rhaenyra. My dad's saying Rhaenyra is going to kill my kids. And I don't know if I believe that, but Rhaenyra just proved to me I can't trust her either. So,
1: oh, yeah, like that's clearly why she did it. I I, I just, I, I, I I felt it more here than in here when I watched it, and I felt that I think I could feel it a little more if they just did a little more something. I mean, again, I liked it; I thought it worked, but um, yeah, I
0: agree with you.
1: Also, I don't like that they basically cut out the big black versus green moment, even though they're probably going to have it later. Like we've already seen the green now; it, it, it can't be the same thing,
0: you know? No. No, it wasn't. I almost feel like they were priming audiences for that moment. So like, if you don't know in the books, there's, there's a moment where Allison and Raniera show up to a feast. They're at odds. They're frosty. They don't like each other. And one's wearing a green dress, one's wearing a black dress, and it becomes the nickname for their factions. I think they were kind of doing this green dress thing to set us up for that. So when that happens, we're like, you know the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of of pointing at the TV. Sure. <laughs> uh, she's wearing the green dress again and now Reniera has a dress too. Ooh. Uh, the jury's out for me on that until we actually see what they do. But yeah, it was it was a choice.
1: Like as Cassandra says, another good comment, I just feel like the anger point of Allison is a bit strange. Like, why does it matter to her about Rhaenyra behavior? Which that's kind of what I'm feeling too. I just feel like they could have drawn the like the the connected the dots a bit more for us to like what how exactly does point A lead to B to C to D? Because it seemed like she made some leaps. But overall, I liked yeah. it. Okay.
0: Shall we move on to other things? <laughs> Sure. Are there other things? What else? Sure. What else is there in the world other than House of the Dragon? So today, a new Star Wars program. Yes.
1: Oh, L- Lord, Lord, Daquan. Lord Daquan of Lord House Rostafarian. I, I can't get over the wavelength. How just in sync we are, because we were just yeah. going to talk about the new show Star Wars Andor, which um, premiered this morning i tried to watch it like midnight last night but it wasn't on there yet because i guess to like two or three a.m. whatever and i'm like eh, whatever going to bed but i saw the first i I couldn't see all three i'm sorry i have a job um i watched the first episode (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was mean well uh, i I watched the first episode and um i liked it so star wars tv i actually liked it i actually really honestly i did sort of enjoy it so star wars tv i think it's had ups and downs I mean, Star Wars TV has been around for like a few years and it's already just so saturated. We have The Mandalorian. We have Mm -hmm. the the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. We had The Book of Boba Fett. We had Star Wars Visions. Like, there's already so much. And just to be clear, it's too much. Like, that's my opinion. (laughs) It's too much. If it were up to me, it would have been The Mandalorian and that's it. However, I, I was intrigued by Andor. So we heard a lot about how it's going to be like a different kind of Star Wars show. It's going to be grittier and yeah. uh, dicier and more down to earth. And it, it, it was for adults. like in the first five minutes. So not quite a spoiler. Like the main character, Cassian Andor, Papa Diego Luna, goes to a brothel and then he literally kills two people. And the whole plot of the first episode is him like okay. trying to like trying to lay low because he's on the lam now because he committed murder. I mean, they were trying to rob him, but, you know, still intense. It's almost so outside of the realm of Star Wars that it didn't feel like Star Wars. Like sometimes you hear one of those producers say something like, there are a million stories and a million tones in this in this franchise. And I'm like, but are there like what what, 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 would it make sense to have like a really cheery, happy Game of Thrones show where no one's ever really at risk i don't know if it would does it make sense to have a star wars show people are like getting killed and having sex i'm not sure yet but i was entertained i did like it i like diego luna they have this like kind of antagonist guy who's like this um i guess like corporate security police officer who is very like uptight and nervous and um Kind of uh, pick me, grasping. I liked him. I thought he was uh, interesting. I liked that there were other characters okay. that I attached to. Like you know, just in 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 a, in in a Star Wars show, I'm impressed if the main guy is at all compelling. And they introduced another character who I liked right in the first one. Um, I like it. Okay, I like it, and I'll probably wow. watch more. Are you intrigued?
0: So I'm definitely intrigued. Let us know in the comments if you are going to watch Andor. So I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. Yeah, I yeah. have loved it since I was a child. Just is what it is. I've been re- kind of let down with the, with some of the shows. Obi-Wan Kenobi let me down a bit, and I really wanted to like that. It
1: also let down Lord Daquan. Jesus, I can't get over that. Yeah, okay.
0: Wavelength. Andor is an interesting case to me because it's made by Tony Gilroy, who's the same person who wrote, and I think wrote, and directed Star Wars Rogue One. And it's fascinating Mm -hmm. because this feels like ever since we heard about Andor, it was like, that's a weird choice. Like Boba Fett, okay, you want to make a show about one of the most iconic Star Wars characters. Get it. The Mandalorian, okay. You're still someone who looks just like Boba Fett. I can kind of (laughs) see yeah and Obi-Wan Kenobi you know you're fleshing out between the prequel and sequels that's another like big swing this feels like the Star Wars show that had the least pressure on it and for some reason I feel like that's going to end up making it the best and it also had the most maybe unified creative vision because Tony Gilroy like I think he made up Cassian Andor I don't think that was a character that existed before Rogue One and it's just like I'm just going to run with this character. I think it's cool. And the show is about how everyday people are fighting back against the empire. I'm intrigued What what you said about wondering if it even feels like Star Wars at a certain point, because it is so grounded. That's something I've been really curious about. So I have not seen, but I will be watching today at some point. I'll have seen before next week's show.
1: Just to confirm, like I watched one episode, maybe the next two that dropped are complete Peblum and just mediocre I've heard three is great. But uh, the first one, I, I was intrigued enough to watch more, so I will be returning to it. And it sounds like Christian will, will give it a watch. Good. Um, I'd be curious to see what you think, Christian. Julie might even watch it, which is something because she is not a fan of Star Wars. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. So I'm looking. I'm I'm I am I am cautiously optimistic that they can actually pull out something that will interest me there. Beyond that. I think someone said that he wants us to review the Rings of Power up there, and we've been doing that here. We have, and we'll we'll talk a bit about just just a touch about it in a in a regular section we have called "What Are We Watching," and that also applies to you. What are you yeah. watching right now? I mean, probably House of the Dragon, but you know, beyond that, and Andor, still watching <laughs> the Rings of Power. My interest is kind of fading. Oh, will I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Okay, with you. it's it's four episodes in. And I remember where House of the Dragon was four episodes in and how interested I was. And just, um, there's just not a lot to grip me. I've also watched the fifth one because I got the screener and they have some like really goofy stuff. Although I I think it's stronger than the last one, uh, just to be fair. That's good. But there's also some, um, (laughs) yes. Yay. There was also just some like, there was just like, what? Okay. How about you, Daniel? How are you grooving to um, the Rings of Power?
0: I feel kind of the same. I enjoyed it a lot out of the gate. Part of that is because my expectations were so low, (laughs) like not low, but like, oh my God, Amazon is going to make an absolute mess of this was kind of my fear going into the show. So seeing that, like, it wasn't a bad show. It hasn't been bad so far, but like you said, like we're four episodes in and I don't feel gripped by it. (laughs) I know a lot of like hardcore Tolkien fans are very happy to, you know, see some of the the things the show is portraying and i cannot dispute that i have seen yes i have not seen the things that they have seen so that's fair they can like i like tolkien quite a bit but not uh, not enough that the show could keep my interest without it also being a good show or compelling And I think my big issue with it, I think, is the writing. Like the sets are brilliant. Um, The acting, I think, is pretty good. I think the actors are all doing the most they can with the material. The music, for the most part, is really good. There's just something about like in the last episode, like Adar, who I was really excited to see, played by Joseph Molly, Benjamin Stark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was excited to see who that was. And then it was Benjamin, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch this dude. He's great. Anytime he's on screen. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of let Aaron Deer go. I was like, go tell them to leave because I need you to be in a different place next <laughs> episode. Basically. Like it, it was one of those very cheap kind of cop out plot choices. And I feel like the Rings of Power is kind of making those choices a little bit and I don't. Love that. Like Galadriel, where the Numenorians were like, come back, we'll help you now. That's another thing where I'm like, that's... I understand that it's like, oh, bad omen. We tried to send away Galadriel and turn our back. And now the judgment of the Valar is upon us. But one, if you're not a relatively hardcore Tolkien fan, you probably have no idea what the Valar are because the show has not explained it well at all. And two... That kind of makes the entire, like, that's a deus ex machina way to get around the fact that Galadriel totally failed to convince the Numenoreans to help. And it feels like it was a, like, that's a 70-minute episode. So it just felt like that's a long time to to not really go anywhere and then just be like, oh, but there's, an, there's a sign, so we'll just uh, change course now. Yeah, I had some qualms with the last episode, especially. You did. Episode uh, four. I it he was headed.
1: I don't know about you, but I have, um. Some, there's like serious disparate levels of interest in different stories. Like I kind of like the Harfoots and the Hobbits. I think they're, I think they're cool. And I'm intrigued by the fallen angel beard, possibly the yeah. Gandalf guy. And I like the dwarf and I like Elrond <laughs> From beard angel uh, more or less. Yes. And I like the dwarves and I like the relationship between Elrond and Durin. And I like his wife, Disa. She brings some warmth to it. The Numenor stuff bores me. Galadriel bores me. Oh, my God. The Southlands and Adar and Aaron Beer and all that stuff. Boring. I just do not feel like I'm being pulled into something interesting. Yeah. And again, we're halfway through. Like, if it's not getting me by now. Yes. Like when Rhaenyra, when Damon took Rhaenyra to a brothel and almost had sex with his niece, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. What's going to happen? What's the fallout going to be? What's Sarah's going to think? Like, I've never come close to being that excited um, watching the Rings of Power.
0: Yeah, I feel like the Rings of Power, and again, this is a writing thing. I think they have a lot of really good, interesting ideas, right? Like, I like Numenor. Numenor. That's probably one of my favorite parts, (laughs) personally. I love the Harfoots, but like this idea that we're seeing the origin of Mordor. That's cool, but they're not really doing anything too interesting with it it's kind of like oh the southlands people are in their own version of helms deep which is just this shitty little tower that is not a fortress at all
1: hall brands a new version of aragorn just okay
0: whatever I still think he's Sauron, and I don't know if you've seen different stuff in the in the fifth episode. But if they if he is not Sauron, they are intentionally trying to mislead the hardcore Tolkien fans to think he is Sauron because of some shots with him and Farazan.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna say I've watched the same show you have, with the same books you have, <laughs> and I've, I've yeah. that's never once occurred to me. But um, okay, different strokes for so
0: different films. Yeah, so in the Silmarillion. Sauron goes to Numenor as a captive. Sam agrees with you, so work. Yeah, there's one shot in episode four where Farazon backs up to Halbrand's cage and Halbrand like mutters advice to him. And that shot, I was like, if they're not setting him up to be Sauron, that is intentionally kind of misleading us, which I'm okay with. In the
1: Silmarillion, the forces of Numenor go to Middle earth in their multitudes, assault mm-hmm. Sauron's stronghold, overcome him which doesn't
0: exist yet
1: sauron sees that he can't possibly beat them he goes voluntarily nothing like this has happened you know the the mythology is a problem with the show i think is 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 pretty disrespectful to tolkien too because like if this is their version of the events of second age it's like house the dragon changes some things i i I wish we had the green black dress going at the same time moment but like, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't totally. change them to the point where it's it, it's 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 unrecognizable. Like if Sauron was taken the form of a dude and he talked to Farazon before <laughs> and they don't go yeah. get him like this is just completely up. Not what happens.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it's an interesting issue because I almost wish they had taken a page from what House of the Dragon is doing, which obviously these were in production at the same time they couldn't have. <laughs> but like at the same time, they shied away from the time span of the Second Age. And yes, were like, did. we're going to condense everything. House of the Dragon did the opposite, where they were like, we're going to do time jumps and people are going to deal. And I think it's working for them. Rings of Power, they... Are condensing everything so like we're starting in the middle of Numenor's decline here like Numenor is already on the outs uh, when this starts like there's already some corruption afoot and that is a big juxtaposition to how Numenor is portrayed in the book where you see it and then you see its decline so yeah jury's out jury's out I I want I to like know. it more than I like it right now jury's not out
1: that that verdict is is coming down the pike that jury there might be like one holdout on the 12 like those 12 angry men and women but um i think they're going to be prevailed upon if i had to guess i do like sam saying uh (laughs) how brand is going to end up being evil because Galadriel doesn't want to hook up with him, (laughs) which which is funny
0: yeah that's his origin story anyway um as Sam says, the time
1: is ambiguous in Rings of Power, seem to have built that tower yes. in a week. Yeah, it's confusing. And as Nicole says, it's not clear if they are trying to cape to hardcore Tolkien fans or casual viewers because hardcore fans are getting turned off all the changes I'm getting turned off. And casual viewers are just left confused and nothing is being explained. Yeah, I agree. It's just not working, um, in my opinion. but Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. Maybe they'll pull off a miracle in the back half. We'll see. Um, watching anything else, Daniel, or any of our fine viewers?
0: I think I'm caught up on She-Hulk. Uh, I've been watching She-Hulk as it airs. so mm-hmm. there's a new one tomorrow. I've been enjoying it. I know you haven't super loved She-Hulk. It's been fine. Yeah, which I think is fair. It aims low when it hits it. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm a little biased because I like the fact that they brought abomination back. I always liked the Edward Norton Hulk movie. So I, I love that. I love that. They brought about whatever. I was a teenager when it came out, Dan,
1: I did like the actor, Tim Roth. I thought was funny. Uh, was in yeah, the performance. He's I guess. great. It's just an interesting thing to attach to. Like I love abomination. Like which one was he just to, to me, but no, it's, well, everyone has their,
0: that's fair. I, I still think the Hulk abomination fight in the incredible Hulk movie is one of the better early MCU and hmm. showdowns that, that movie, it gets a bad rap because Edward Norton was a diva and it's a little weird, really? but it actually is a better MCU movie than, than the reputation makes it sound like, I think. All right. Work. Um. Yeah,
1: it's it's cute. I can't rag on it, it too hard because it's, it's not like it's trying to be. It's 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 fine. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, one more question from Lord Dequan. Before we move on, do you guys think it's kind of dumb how the battle in the Stepstones happened? Exactly the battle of the bastards. One man running through arrows, getting surrounded, and then saved by his <laughs> allies. I yeah,
0: have a long answer this. to
1: that, yeah. but honestly, it probably take too long, and we're coming up on the end of the hour here. I think short answer, not really. But uh, I'll find a way to, to lengthen that for De to Quan to sometime. Come on back.
0: Yeah, it didn't bother me.
1: It didn't bother me that much. I mean, it would have if he had like gotten all the way to the crab feeder without getting hurt That would have bothered me. But I, I thought they played more. I mean, it was dumb how how like the army was just sort of there <laughs> and like no one apparently saw it coming, but whatever.
0: Yeah. L- Lord Daquan, I don't, I don't think you're looking too much into it. I think you're totally right. I think it's it, like from a tactical standpoint, that was a weird battle, but they were making it more about Damon's emotional arc, which is what battle of the bastards was too.
1: What a good, battle of the with bastards, John I thought, I thought it made sense as well. Just, There are things in a story like House of the Dragon that you can fudge a little and I'll be okay with. Like the Battle of the Stepstones just doesn't really matter overall and the crap doesn't really (laughs) matter overall. So if you have a little bit of like fudging, uh, it'd be hard to dodge all those arrows. Eh, I kind of let it slide. But if you have this really important thing... With with Kristen Cole, who's just a giant, important character. And he, by all <laughs> rights, you know, like I'm, I'm illustrating, I'm Cole. illustrating a point. <laughs> OK, I'm saying that when you're writing the turns that really matter to the story, it's more important to get the details correct. Whereas if you're writing the Battle of the Stepstones, which just eh, this isn't really that it's fun to watch, but it's not really that important. It, you, you, you can get away with some slip sliding. But it's harder to get away when it's that that's important, fair. a giant turning point for these characters. It hurts more. So, I mean, that's why the Daenerys thing was such a, was such a, a, a bugaboo that her torching King's lady is like the climax to the show and the fact, yes. if you don't get it completely right, it really hurts more than say, if you just like, you kind of just like fudge some minor plot point, you need to get from point A A, point B. We let it go. So that, yes. that's my thought on that. I stuff. agree with that. Totally uh, agree. Yeah. Okay. We're done. We're done with Cole. We're
0: <laughs> done with Cole for
1: this week. Let's go for on now. to the Wick news lightning round where we go through a bunch of news stories that we didn't have time to get to in the main body of the show and give our 22nd reactions. I actually forgot to add an eighth one. So I'm just going to add one of the sheet in my brain. I want to ask you first. I also know I I added some... one.
0: Nope. Oh, you did. I got you. Oh, great. Okay, I cool. got you
1: in that case. Um, then I'm going to ask. Oh, that that that's a good one. Um, but I'm going to ask you a question, Daniel. And feel free to switch these up, by the way, if some of these are like better for you.
0: Okay. We'll we'll go we'll go by by order of fun. Uh, Daniel,
1: Succession. Yes. Won the Emmy for Outstanding Drama, while Lee Jung Jae wins Best Actor for his performance as the lead character in Netflix's Squid
0: Game. You would Emmy? Did you watch all the Emmys? I did not watch any of the Emmys, oh, but right. I did hear about Lee Jung Jae. I think that is great. I believe that's he's cool. the yeah. first uh first person to win from a non-English speaking show. So that is pretty big. Um and Succession, uh yeah, I've heard that's good. Uh this this other, <laughs> you know, this Guy Dan says Succession might be okay. I'm not surprised that it won as much as it did. naturally. All right. Uh speaking of The Squid Game, apparently yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio could be in squid game season two would that would you enjoy that yeah sure that that's
1: that's kind of fun like a big celebrity i hope he'd play a villain Is what i would say like some kind of industrialist uber wealthy ass jockey who like um is is (laughs) fighting against the main character that's what i would predict um yeah that'd be cool i like Squid game a lot very interesting very new i'll watch season two curious bring it okay uh dan okay this one is a good one for you uh Well, I think Uh, the Witcher was reportedly renewed for seasons four and five. Quietly, quietly, quietly.
0: Yes, very quietly. So this has not been officially announced, but a very reliable scoop site reported on this. Um, And basically, it seems like the Witcher might be planning uh, seasons four and five to be filmed concurrently, which means Netflix has probably given them at least a slight go ahead for them to even be considering that. Um, so we, we might get news about that at to is what I'm thinking, which is this weekend. I think
1: absolutely. And, uh, also good comment from Leo about Leo stepping out or Nicole, who's stepping out dating 27 year old and joining squid games. Leo's all over the place. That's right.
0: Does what he wants. Um, all right. So Dan, uh, Jody Whitaker's final doctor who episode has a title. Now it is called the power of the doctor. Will you be watching? Yeah.
1: I might. Um, I watched Doctor Who kind of like out of a sense of professional duty, but um, I liked it. I feel like its power is kind of diminished. Yeah. But it, it's always a big deal when a new Doctor goes out. She was historic in it. The first female Doctor in like sixty years. So cool. Good yeah. for her. Nice title. Um, I'm, it, it's cool the show is still going strong. And I will probably try and make a time to watch that one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Danielle, uh, I was intrigued by this one. Patty Jenkins' uh, Rogue Squadron Star Wars movie was removed from Disney's release schedule. What does that mean?
0: Yeah. Um, So Patty Jenkins, uh, the director of Wonder Woman, is supposed to be making a Rogue Squadron movie for Disney, and it no longer has a release date. It was originally slated to come out, I believe, next Christmas. Um, Don't quote me on the date. But yeah, at their last event, Disney took... down the release date, they didn't have one anymore, so it could be getting shelved. Huh? Juries out, God, Star Wars, juries out on everything. I'm saying that about everything right now. Ah,
1: will to just talk, talk about just the the, the general disarray <laughs> of things. By the way, some people dragging Leonardo DiCaprio in the comments. Bless you, people. You're the real heroes. Did they? Oh, all over the place. Yeah, wow. talking about his uh his um is oh. let's say let's say his Damon Targaryen like romantic interests. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man, yeah, things that are okay in House of the Dragon and intriguing, but in real life, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, okay, kind of oh, bad there too. Okay, so Amazon they Greenlit, a Blade Runner twenty ninety nine live action limited series with Ridley Scott producing. How do you feel about that?
1: I think it's pretty cool. Um, do, do we know who's in it, or is it just it's it, it, it's 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 a thing?
0: It oh, has okay. one of the writers from Blade Runner 2049 attached as well. I mean, that's that was a all, good movie. That's really all we know.
1: I really liked it. With uh, Scott is like still going strong at like 80 something. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch that. The movie was good. I wonder where it'll be like HBO Max. Probably not because of everything, but we'll see. Amazon. A-
0: Amazon. It, it's Amazon. You could have had an
1: HBO Max. You didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> HBO Max canceled Raised by Wolves. I Ridley Scott. Um, I hope he's still salty about that because I am. Okay.
1: So, Daniel, although it looks really cool, uh, James Cameron told a story where he was trying to make Avatar. Fox was giving him notes, and he basically just said, you know what? I made Titanic. You do what I tell you.
0: Is Daniel frozen? I am frozen. I I got the gist. I froze there for a sec. Go ahead. ahead. I don't know if anyone can hear me. I can hear you. But I will just say, yeah, James Cameron was basically like, My movie Titanic paid for the building we're having this conversation in. So (laughs) I get to do what I want when I make Avatar. And uh, it's my responsibility to protect you from your own bad choices, is basically what he said. And then Avatar paid for When you're James Cameron, you can do that. A lot more buildings. So he's on the money, that guy. He was right. Yeah, totally. All right. The final question of the lightning round HBO Max killed it killed its Constantine TV series in the tank, not happening. RIP instead, a Constantine movie sequel with Keanu Reeves is moving forward. How do you feel about that?
1: Not particularly passionately. I'm not, I I, I never saw the Constantine movie, but it looked fun. Keanu Reeves is of course a very popular guy and it just fits right. That their HBO Max's strategy right now under um, David Zaslav is to kind of de-emphasize the TV and emphasize the movie experience Is it a good strategy? I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's disruptive, everybody. It's going to make lives harder. (laughs) But so that'll happen and we'll see where it goes. Okay, that was a good episode. I enjoyed that. I got very passionate. Um, Thanks for watching. We are here every wednesday at 4 p.m central standard time on the winter is coming youtube page for foremost, and the winter is coming facebook page first and foremost and uh we we talk about all the stuff talk about more stuff we uh, we interact with you guys it's a lot of fun we're also doing extra shows every sunday after every new episode of house of the dragon at the same places facebook and youtube page winter is coming um right after they air even a little before they air come hang out come hang out we'll chat um we're also in podcast form wherever podcasts are available, be it Google Play, iTunes, or elsewhere. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Kristen Cole's a big, smelly pile of garbage. Bye. (laughs) Take care, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites for sports, pop culture, and everything in between.